heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Welcome aboard, my fellow Americans. Uh, Malcolm at eight. It is indeed the voice of a nation. Wow, wow, wow. What a day. What a life. What a session. <laughs> With the Supreme Court I'm speaking about. Wow. This is uh, some pretty big rulings here and a lot to talk about. And the ramifications of this are significant, really significant. Government overreach is what we're talking about here, really. And it's pushing back against that entire system. It's bringing it back really and truly to the Constitution. This is what's unsettling the left. Now, there are a couple of points here. And let me just tell you how the day's going to go here. So you have a, a scorecard here as well. Uh, this broadcast is going to be on. I'm excited today. We're going to have Trevor Loudon on for the full broadcast in just moments. And uh, he'll be on for the long form with me today. So you're going to hear a uh, uh, between Trevor and I, we're going to slay this thing today, and this is all fresh, so you're going to hear it uh, right up front in our reaction to a lot of these uh, big, big cases here. But this is far-reaching here is what we're talking about here. And, you know, it, it's it's really momentous here because we're coming into uh, an amazing week next week, uh, and that is Independence Day here in America, our Constitution. Uh, we're three years away from the semi-quincentennial. And uh, this is a historic moment of time in our nation. If there ever was one, it is now, my fellow Americans, right this moment. We have this huge election that'll be in 2024. We have uh, the, uh, again, the semi-quincentennial that'll happen. We'll be celebrating in 2026. The president, new president will take the office in 2025. You can see how this all lines up now and the importance of this moment here and these decisions that the Supreme Court has uh Brought forth, you know. Now, as we, before we jump into the particular cases here, um, I want to remind us of a couple of things here. I'll tell you what comes to my mind is the Marxist left that are in the process of attempting to take over America. And I'm not hyperventilating here, and I'm not. I'm not just giving it to you real. I mean, clearly we're in a takedown mode in our nation. Everybody knows it. It's 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 out in the light of day now, people. You know. And I can tell you, they are uh, kicking themselves today uh, in ways that uh, you can only imagine, but you surely can imagine. They're kicking themselves because, you know, what comes to my mind is their whole notion and their dream, their vision of packing the Supreme Court. You know full well they would have rolled the die, and if they thought these things were happening like they're happening, like somebody was going to pay attention to the Constitution— and somebody was going to roll some of this crap back, you know full well they would have rolled the die on that. Would have been done. I don't think they, I think they got a little blindsided here, frankly, that somebody might pull out the truth somewhere and remember that there was a constitution. <laughs> wow. How the hell did that happen, huh? Well, frankly, it's only a start of a whole lot more that has to happen in our country. Let me be, make no mistake about it. This is only the tip of the tip of the tip. 
there's a whole lot more that has to happen here to be sure. But here's the other footnote I want to give you here. You know, it's interesting, like them, love them, leave them, whatever, but none of this would have happened again without the arm and the vision of Donald Trump. And I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to put it right out there. Going to put it right out. I know a lot of people are going to like that. Tough, tough, wacky, tough, but Jackie, whatever. I'm just going to give it to you because it's a fact. I mean, without these uh, constitutional uh, justices here, uh, Brett Kavanaugh, of course, we know what they tried to do to him, right? Amy Coney Barrett and uh, Neil Gorsuch. It, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. And of course, they brought uh, John Roberts a little bit back to his senses because he's gone. He's gone out of a census for quite some time here. You know, he's, he's gone awry, and it brings him back to understanding that uh, you know there is a constitution. By the way, here it is. Let's dust this off again. We might be able to use it for the next two hundred and fifty years, right? <laughs> Let's hope and praise to praise God for that. I hope. So you have all of that, and I just want to bring that out and remind you that this whole thing wouldn't have happened without bringing these justices forward. And, and friends, that happened on the watch of uh, number 45. Make no mistake, Donald J. Trump is the one who put those. And that was a big deal, remember? Remember he put those that whole list out there? And, of course, the left went, uh, they went crazy uh, out of their minds. Uh, spasms they had over the whole deal, you know? And uh, remember also that one other thing, remember at the end of the election with uh, Obama, they were trying to get uh, Merrick Garland in, remember? Remember Merrick Garland? Huh. Imagine, and you see how corrupt he is. Imagine he'd have been on the court uh, as well. That would have happened by now. But anyways, that's, uh, thankfully we got, uh, we, we saved one there. We saved one big time because he's as crooked as the day is long, uh, to be sure. You know, so here you've got these justices who are ruling on the Constitution and they're doing things uh, in the case of uh, this uh, being forced to create a website versus like baking the cake thing, you know, uh, affirmative action, all of that. And of course, free money. Here we go. The the uh, the student loans and all of that. So there's some pretty big uh, stories here to talk about today here. And I want to get right to it right now and bring on our um, friend here. Trevor Loudon joins me now and. uh uh, Trevor's an author, speaker, filmmaker, political commentator, and just a, a, a wonderful voice for today's uh, calamities. Uh, Trevor, appreciate having you here on The Voice of a Nation. Uh, thank you for joining me, brother. Yeah, look, it's a pleasure, Malcolm. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's awesome to have you, buddy, especially on a day like today. It is a momentous day here for a lot of reasons. But um, all right, so we got these three major cases I want to talk to you about here. Which one you want to slay first? What's on your heart? Which one? Oh, I think we should take them in as the order they came in. The first one was ending a, a well, a strike against affirmative action with the Harvard and uh, University of North Carolina case. That, that is the one that's going to hurt the left. Um, you, you think the most out of all three? You, you think this one the most? Well, well, the free speech one will be the most, but this would, this is the one they'll feel the most keenly okay. because affirmative action was always a flagship of of the left and they they worked on that for decades right right you know what i don't understand about what you're just saying the left trevor is that you know when you think about the the, the hero in this fight martin luther king jr alvita king's uncle speak to alvita all the time uh, she's here with us and uh 
you know, and in fact, I'm looking forward to talk to her about this particular case. I mean, his words were not to be judged by the color of your skin, but by the character of who you are, your accomplishments, you, I mean, these are his words. This is, and he was, you know, I mean, that, that gets right to the crux of this argument. How can they, how can they look at us with a straight face and suggest that judging people by the color of their skin is a good thing? Well, it depends if you're a Marxist or not, doesn't it? Because if you're a Marxist, it's revolutionary truth. They can hold contradictory points of view. They can be anti, say they're anti-racist, you know, we believe in civil rights and everybody gets a fair shake. But then that then they go straight into affirmative action, which is establishing, giving, giving special advantages to one race. See, Marxists are extremely ethically flexible it's whatever serves the revolution they can change on a dime so there is no contradiction here for the left you know they promote anti-racism then they promote racism it's all part of serving the revolution yeah so the votes on this one were right along again the ideology uh you know it's another thing i never understood but we know it's a fact of life trevor the way that um you know, these justices can look at a constitution, which was supposed to be the premium law of the land, and they all interpret it in different ways, again, based on their ideology. It's just, to me, in my world, I don't know how you feel about it, but it it shows me how how flawed this all is. I mean, we suggest that this is the law of the land, but yet it is flawed within the fact that everybody still brings their ideological um uh, you know, the, the, the those factors into these debates and these discussions, it's all based on ideology. It, it, yeah. it doesn't really make a lot of sense, does it really, honestly? Well, this is this is the ideology of conservatism and the Constitution versus that of socialism. You know, you've got on the Supreme Court Katanji Brown, right. who still doesn't know what a woman is, even though she is one. You know, she's, so a she is, she's a Marxist. She's a Marxist. Yes, she is very ideological. She's extreme. You want to read some of her opinions? It's like you know, uh, like a a junior in high school wrote them. They're just completely ideological. Kagan is extremely left, you know, as as a socialist background, and so to my ears, left too. So you got a six three opinion. And most it's not hard because you've got this hardcore left wing block on the Supreme Court that votes completely on ideology and disregards the Constitution on important issues. Yeah, on minor issues, they will be a bit more flexible. But on something that's so important to the left as affirmative action, you could tell they were going to be a block vote. There would, there would be no question about it. You could yeah. tell how this vote was going to go before they even... Before they even know, um, but 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 it, but it, it just it, it shows you though that it really it, it's this is all, and I've never really understood this in a country even back many years ago. But it's all it's always been based on ideology. I mean, how people can look at this one amazing document? Everybody talks about it being the greatest thing since sliced bread, our Constitution, and that is most supposed to be the most significant document of the world uh, beyond the Bible. Uh, you know, in addition to that, but I mean, you know. But yet they look at it and they all interpret it to what their ideology is. So who are we kidding when we come forth and we say, like, we're better than everybody or we're superior to everybody. And yet it's really not a roadmap for anything. They just use it as a roadmap for what those uh, 
their own idiocracies are. I mean, right or wrong, that's it, right? Period. Oh well, yeah. On the left, they do. You know, the the, the left, the revolution, the the social change is more important than any constitution. They they hold the constitution in contempt because it's a roadblock to their progress. On the conservative side, you'll see more dissent. You'll see more nuance. You know, they they will argue fine points. Right. But on the left, they they are pretty much locked in lockstep. Well, you they, know, they, you, they, they don't argue the fine points at all. You mentioned Katanji Brown-Jackson. She's the newest one on the court. She is a very well-known Marxist, as you suggest. Look at her writings, look at her information. And just in the last 24 hours, I see headlines from her. Katanji Brown-Jackson uh, accuses Clarence Thompson of having an obsession with race consciousness and relying on many <laughs> more, oh yeah, many more straw men than can be listed in the affirmative action opinion. This is her calling out him, if you can believe this, you know? Well, this is this is what Lenin said. This is what Alinsky said. Accuse others of what you're doing yourself. There's no more race-focused member of the court than she is. She is absolutely race obsessed. Clarence Thomas is uh, is very even handed. Race doesn't come into it. Mm-hmm. He is he just um, votes according. He, he makes his arguments according to the Constitution. Argues very eloquently, and that the Constitution, except for the Dred Scott, um, you know, for the Dred Scott decision which came after, um, the Constitution was was didn't mention race. Right, you know, and and it's not supposed to mention race. All Americans are supposed to be treated equally, and you can't treat people equally if you give certain groups favors. Hmm. You know, any the, but but you got to look at the purpose of affirmative action. It was never to help black people. It was always to stoke resentment to to further the revolution. Now, any parent knows that if you have two children and you treat one by a different set of rules than the other, you give one a lot of pocket money and no, the other one no pocket money, you you set different rules for each one, give each one different privileges arbitrarily, that's the best way to destroy your family. That's right. You that's will right. wreck your family if you do that. Well, yeah, and they've so, done that with and, the American family. this is what family. the intention is. Yeah, yeah, they've done that with the American family, buddy. That's exactly what they've done. But they're, 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 the method they use, Trevor, it's a divide. They divide the people constantly, divide and conquer. They do it on every element. I mean, they've, they've done it on, on gender and they've done it on race. They do it on every uh, sexual preference, everything they can possibly divide people on. They go there every single time. On this affirmative action one, um, it, it, is, it is, you're right. I think I agree with you when you say it's going to sting the most as, as far as the ideology of what they have portrayed, um, which is always projectionism. They project or say what is the direct opposite of what they're doing, like, oh, we're here for the middle class or the lower class. They're not here for the middle class. They've never been here for the middle class. Uh, they're really they're they're party of the elite. Look at them today, and it's the rest of us, which is the recipe for socialism. Which, of course, I'm talking your language, brother. But this is the recipe for a uh, Marxist future: is the elite and the rest of us, and the whole climate alarmism thing. All of their arguments, isn't that what it's all about, Trevor? Look, it is. Um, Whitaker Chambers, the famous uh, American communist spy for, for the Soviets, who became a conservative, a Christian, and a conservative. He used to joke, he said, in America, the uh, poorer classes vote Democrat. The, the, the poorer classes support the Democrats. 
the middle class support the Republicans and the upper class support the communists. The communism's always been a, a doctrine of the elite. It's never been about the working class. It's always been about centralizing all power and, and wealth in a very few hands. And to achieve that, the to get in that situation, you've got to divide the society, destroy the middle class, destroy social cohesion. And that was always the goal of affirmative action. It was never to help the black community. It was to unfairly favor one community over another to create more resentment, to create more division and more hatred, which could be exploited by revolutionaries. So they're going to do what they can. How do they, is there a way for them to get around this? Or I mean, I hear right away that I can sense their brain cells are burning overtime thinking here because that's what they always do how they because if they don't listen how they play is if they don't get their way they create a new set of rules or they break the freaking rules on what you did which is what the whole pack on the court was about it's like they're spoiled little kids if we don't get our way because you want to follow the constitution well we want to we, we want to go ahead that's the whole idea of packing it so we can have our way but what else will they try to do to, to well, reverse some of these decisions you think what they will do is start admitting people on the basis of poverty or, you know, disadvantaged background. So they'll say, well, we're not going to have a quota of black people, but we'll have a quota of people from disadvantaged and poorer black ground, yeah. backgrounds, yeah. knowing that that will disproportionately favor the black communities and, and probably some of the Latino communities. It won't be as clean, it won't be as elegant as what they had, but that's the kind of thing they will do. So we must be prepared for that and and fight those battles as well. You know, any any university that gets state funding in this country should only admit according to grades. Yeah. Uh, you know, according to grades and qualifications. That should be the only qualification, not social class, not race, that's right, that's not right. anything else. Right. And if they try to do some of that, though, uh, we could see future Supreme Court cases coming back in on the arguments you just uh, uh, processed, right? Uh, 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 they're already looking for ways around it. Like when, when the pressure came on, you know, yeah. with uh, with um, critical race theory, they just name it something else. That's right. when, the, when the pressure came on against Common Core, they would just name it something else. So, so you always, you know, this is a victory. It's an absolute victory, but don't think it's going to smash the left instantly. They're going to find ways, attempt to find ways around this, and we must be vigilant against those as well. Now, this whole um, breakdown of the ideology here on uh, this uh, particular ruling we're talking about with the firm of action, uh, Chief Justice John Roberts, uh, he wrote, uh, he did, he, he wrote uh, uh, the for the conservative members in the majority, the uh, um, and. Uh, the, the case itself, you know, uh, what do you think about Roberts with this case? I mean, we know he's been a real um, disappointment to uh, the um, uh, patriots, uh, patriotism in our country. Uh, what do you what do you think about him coming? Uh, was this just because now he felt he had the wind at his back and he had some people in the court that would make these things happen, that he came to his senses? Or did he come kicking and screaming? Or do you think he what? Why, why do you think he? uh no. When when he made the egregious decisions on Obamacare, you know exactly. That, uh, exactly. Okay. Well, that was a five four court. That's right. So he had the swing vote. Well, he wasn't going to win, even if he'd voted with the left. He wasn't going to win this. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it would have been a 5-4 split. Oh, you mean this year you think because that's why, oh, I see. So maybe he thought he could get some feathers in the conservative cap if he went this way. Exactly. He wasn't going to win it anyway, so I might might as well vote with the conservatives this time, which gives me some conservative cred for next time I vote for socialist. That's a good point. You know, that's if this if this was a five four split, okay. if I guarantee, I, I I would suspect he would have found some way to vote with the left. Yeah, yeah, interesting. And that's, 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 that's the real yeah. benefit of of Trump yeah. getting so many justices in there. It wasn't it wasn't close. It's six three, and so that makes it a lot harder for Roberts to go out on a limb. Right. That is a, that's a great uh, analysis that you uh, point out there and probably some real truth to that. Uh, so you're not thinking that John Roberts had a like I could have had a V8 moment where he came to a senses. You're not buying that at all. Uh, you no, should just, I'm not playing I'm... the system. I guess <laughs> I, I, I may be a cynic, Malcolm, but yeah, yeah. I, I suspect uh, had the vote been closer and he had he could have influenced it. Maybe not on this one, but but generally speaking, if he gets a chance, he will usually vote, you know, to, to confound the conservatives, to vote with the left when he can. Right. But right. in a 6 3 court, that's pretty difficult. All right. All right. All right, Trevor. I want to take up next after the pause here. I want to take up uh, this, uh, this, the next ruling. We're going to do them in order as you suggested here. And that next one will be the ruling on the LGBTQ, uh, the uh, website uh, ruling. This is interesting as well. We've got a little uh, feedback for us here. Um, let me uh, remind folks now as we're uh, listening here, uh, Malcolm at 8. Uh, as you know, friends, get the broadcast every day, the weekday program at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on iHeartRadio, on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. Now, I know most of you out there have the apps, the Apple Android Alexa, and they work beautifully. Uh, we have a huge family of America Out Loud listeners uh, around the around the world, really, certainly around the country, but around the world. And uh, it's funny having Trevor on today. Uh, New Zealanders love America Out Loud. We have a lot of people from New Zealand, Australia, big time. Uh, they love the network here. And uh, some of the top, they're in the top list of five countries, in fact, that uh, we pull from. Uh, so to give you some examples of that, and the UK is another one. Uh, and uh, uh, it was, I was just looking at this, by the way, uh, earlier today. Uh, that I was giving this information to the nurses out loud on our broadcast here, uh, the top countries. And it was interesting to look at it, you know, the analytics and all, see where people are listening from. Um, we, we love all people and we, uh, we, we appreciate them listening uh, to the network, of course. Um, now, uh, next week is a big week, big week, big, huge week for me. I mean, it's significant. And uh, so extraordinary program and all next week, please, Please pay attention to what we're talking about now. And I, I need you to bring five people with you. Bring 10 if you can, but please bring five people with you next week, okay? Uh, the week is called uh, the week of we the people. So the week of we the people. The whole week, the whole week. We're not just taking one day, we're taking the whole week. And of course, Tuesday being Independence Day, but we're going to have extraordinary people, extraordinary guests on all week long. We're going to cover on Monday the Convention of States. We're going to be diving into that with constitutional, constitutional scholars and other people. It's going to be really, really good on this broadcast. Tuesday, the, the Independence Day. Well, that, my friends, is called the Spirit of 1776 is what we're going to talk about that day. Wow. We've got some interesting things there. Wednesday, the U.S. being ruled from Brussels. What does that look like? And that'll combine everything. Russia, China, all of those components will be on that day. Thursday, the uh, the United States is a new world order of advanced, uh, comparing the U.S. and pushing back, in other words, against a new world order of advanced technologies. 
this is going to be fascinating as hell with this thing. And it's really with the new technologies, how do we secure uh, our safety uh, with evolving super weapons, bioweapons, this sort of thing? It's a big deal, people. It's a huge deal, huge deal. And then on Friday, we're going to culminate with we the people get loud. And how do we make that happen? And we're going to have people on from Washington, D.C. that day and talk about uh, how we make it. What's the recipe? What do we do? How do we push back? How do we fight? Uh, it's going to be really good. So this whole week next week, man, I'm looking forward to this. I have to tell you, we the people week. Uh, it's a week for we the people here on America Out Loud. Mm, it's going to be good. Good, great programming throughout the entire network all next week. So uh, please bring at least five. If you want to bring 10, I'd be real happy. Uh, but bring as many people as you can with you. And this is how we create grassroots movements and change the trajectory. And we uh, we we make knowledge uh, fashionable again. <laughs> uh, let people learn the truth and understand what's happening here. That's the whole point of this program. Friends, liberty and justice for all. That's what we mean. Well, listen, we'll take a quick pause and we'll join you just on the other side here. You're listening to the voice of a nation. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change. Contact our producer at libertyatamericaoutloud.com. libertyatamericaoutloud.com. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. We join you back here on the broadcast. My fellow Americans, thank you for joining me here on The Voice of a Nation. It is Malcolm Loud here, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the week of We the People. Uh, I, you know, I just, I, I'm actually super juiced and excited for a whole lot of reasons. Uh, I think part of it is that, but part of it is the fact people are becoming aware now in our country. Uh, we've been we've been passing out more of that smelling salt, you know. You know, Trevor, sm- uh, smelling salt does a good job. It wakes people up, you know that, you know. Uh, we've been using some of it here, I think, on the broadcast, right? And uh, Yeah, well, that's right. People need a shock to the system from time to time, don't they? They do, they do. And we're doing it here. You know, I'm actually um, uh, more excited, too, because, you know, 
the Independence Day, which happens to be on July 4th, but it is indeed called our Independence Day, to be sure, friends. Uh, Don't call it July 4th. Call it our Independence Day is most important. It empowers we the people in a way that is so important, and it explains this American experiment in ways that is vital. And, you know, the thing, Trevor, about this is that uh, we are three years away from our semi-quincentennial uh, in the year of our Lord, 2026, July 4th, God willing, we're all here fighting. And I'm hoping we can raise my my real goal and vision. And I'm, I'm praying, Trevor, that we can raise a glass of champagne on that particular day, knowing we've accomplished a great deal. We pushed back on the Marxist agenda. We elected a phenomenal president uh, in 2024 that took office in 2025. We have Congress finally doing the things they need. We continue on with a lot of this freedom uh, caucus movement and get our uh, 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 freedom fighters out here in the front. And by, by hopefully we're at a position of strength. Uh, you think we can do that, brother? Or is that, a, is that a positive vision or is that just a wet dream? Which one is it? Well, no, I, I think it's certainly a positive vision, Malcolm. And I think it's certainly doable. I, 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 it's not automatic. It's going to take a lot of work by a lot of people. And I think it's going to take some divine providence too, quite seriously. But, um, you know, I don't, I don't think the, I don't think this country should be lost. I think this country is an example all around the world, a, a, a country with, whose constitution comes from the Bible, whose rights were uh, whose who's, the people's rights come from God. I, I don't think that is a country that can be lost. And I think we all got to work like crazy to make sure there's a great outcome in 2024 and beyond. I think, I think what has happened in this country in the last few years, millions of people have been sitting at home reading their kids' school textbooks, watching their cities burned, watching their elections stolen. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that, but I will. And, and they're finally woken up to the fact that, yes, we could lose this country. Sometimes you have to almost lose something before you fully appreciate it. Mm. And that's yeah. where I think America is today. Mm. That's well said, brother. That is well said. Uh, but that's the smell and salt I was talking about a moment ago mm. here, uh, for mm. sure. We need to come up with a promotional. Uh, they must have, they they must uh, sell these uh, smell and salts in little packages. I can give them away to people uh, freely or from the platform. <laughs> oh, but I like the idea of it. Yeah, Waking yeah. people up to the out loud truth. We'll call it the out loud <laughs> truth salt. How's that? You know. All right, yeah, listen. Well, <laughs> yep. let's, let's dive into this other case, please. Um, uh, this is really interesting as well. Now, here's the thing. L- now, listen. The Guardian, okay, The Guardian. We know we know who they are. Their headline, and this got me really thinking, says the United States Supreme Court strikes a blow against the LGBTQ plus rights with Colorado ruling. A strikes a blow. Now, I got thinking more about this striking a blow, uh, Trevor. This ruling here. Now, frankly, let's 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 dive into this one now. They're talking about th- this ruling uh, was uh, getting, forcing somebody, just like it was the cake thing, but it was a little different, some of the semantics here, but it was forcing them to create a website. Now, why does anybody, how is that freedom of anything? If you, It's like putting a gun to somebody's head. It, I can only, vi- Trevor, I can only visualize like Uncle Sam, somebody, a government Gestapo coming into your shop or your house or your office or whatever the hell you're doing it in, and with a gun to your head, you will make that cake, Trevor Loudon, right now. Or, you know, or you will create that website right now, or lights are off. I and mean, is that what kind of what we're saying here? 
That's exactly what we're saying. It's it's no different in principle to any tyrant forcing people to violate their conscience. Now, there are no inherent rights to being gay or homosexual that give one any rights over anyone else. You know, one's private conscience is one private private conscience. And the, the whole purpose of a free society is where people can determine their actions by their own conscience. And that's whether they're right or wrong, whether they're pig-headed, whether they're hateful, whether they're wise, whether they're insightful. That's not the government's business. People have a right, everybody has a right to associate with whom they want, to support whom they want, or not support whom they want. That is their business. And when you've got a bunch of busybody Marxists, the radical gays, who think they can enforce people to conform to their views, that's tyranny enabled by the government. This Supreme Court decision is a major boost for liberty. That's what it is, and that's how we should champion it. We should be very proud of this day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're getting to the point where it does seem this overreach has really gotten extreme to the point of, like you say, them coming in with a gun, forcing you to do things of some sort. It just doesn't make any sense that we can get to a point in society where we are saying, you will bake that cake, you will create that. I mean, if that happens in our life, we've totally lost it all, Trevor. We've lost any semblance of freedom. You can just forget the damn Constitution. It doesn't yeah. matter anymore. You know, Look, freedom of speech and freedom of conscience is the whole point of living in a free society. What if a, a bunch, a, a group of very fundamental Christians had gone to a, a gay website producer and said, we want you to produce a website for us condemning homosexuality. <laughs> Get onto it. Well, the the, 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 the the homosexual would have said, no, well, that's violating my conscience. <laughs> well, duh. You know, it's got to go both ways. The, the the government has to be neutral here. And, and, and this is the beauty of a free society. You can have opinions. They can be unpopular. You can offend people with them. That's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. The whole point of a free society is that individuals have freedom of conscience and freedom, conscience and freedom of expression. And these homosexual activists were trying to violate yeah. the freedom of conscience of Christians. And it. that's an unconscious yeah. in their place do it anymore on that front anyway and that's a big blow for freedom for all of us yeah yeah no in a free society you're exactly right uh, that would be the way it is now this case was brought by uh, laurie smith she's the owner of 303 creative this web design company basically and the nuances are this that she wanted to begin offering wedding websites okay and yep. but she uh, didn't want to make them uh, because of her religious beliefs. Uh, she just doesn't agree with that. Which we all have belief systems. I mean, it's okay. It's it's a diversity of thinking, diversity of thought, diversity of people, diversity of our country. Uh, it's all. It's a beautiful thing. It's nothing wrong with it. Can't we be respectful yeah. of each other as people, Trevor? Is what I always ask, and still, go, of course, we can. Why can't we? We don't have to agree. We don't have to. Uh, everybody think alike. Um, but but there were some nuances in this that were a little different. And I want to ask you about um, a couple of these. So, but let me continue here a moment. 
Uh, Lori Smith had argued that her websites would be classed as art and therefore protected by her constitutional right to free speech under the First Amendment. Okay, now here's what happened, Trevor, to be clear. The state of Colorado uh, said this would violate the Colorado Anti-Discrimination Act, which says they always turn things up on their head, is my point here, which says businesses cannot refuse services to customers based on sexual orientation, race or disability. Uh, do they have any point at all the state of Colorado in that statement? Oh, in the state of Colorado, look, according to their law, which is a corrupt law, that's probably correct. But there should any business owner should have any right to to deal with anybody they so wish to, according to their own um, conscience. And they don't have to justify that. They don't have to explain that. You know, imagine if um, somebody came to you and said, look, we're a bunch of communists and we want a show on your network. That's right. We want to promote communism for an hour every week on your network. Yeah, right. Now, and we'll pay for it. Now, do you have a right to turn that down? Yes, yeah, the Should same thing, isn't right it? It's the same argument, isn't it? It's the same argument. Yeah. You know, look, it's, it doesn't matter how bigoted your ideas are or how good your ideas are they're your ideas it's your property it's your business nobody has any right to interfere with your conscience that's right, that's right. none zero you know and if you know, the state of colorado has such a law shame on them well they do let's get they that do. overturned that's that's exactly it you know in in full disclosure here uh trevor and i, and I must be straight uh, as listeners i'm honest as so in full disclosure with you here we do discriminate here on the network we discriminate against communism that is a correct statement sir and so you should any <laughs> decent person should that's and you true. should have the full right to do so and yeah. and and nobody should have a right to stop you yeah. Now, the the one nuance with this, you comparing this to the cake now, we all remember the baker and the cake here. Uh, that was also in Colorado by chance. And I think in the Colorado Mountain High, they're doing a little too much sniffing out there of the, of the marijuana and uh, they're forgetting all the rules, which is why they got all these rules on the books, I guess, you know, government. It's funny how Colorado has gone from red, purple to blue. It might even go aqua blue soon. I don't know, but it is. They are really off the path there. I got to tell you. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I've spent a lot of time out there. It's a heartbreaking because it was once a, a, a yeah, great state full of patriots. And, um, you know, the, the Tim Gill and his friends and Jared Polis, they came up with a plan. They funded the far left. The left uh, took over the voting apparatus. They took over the unions. They took over everything. And that state is now becoming California and the Rockies. You know, and I really was thinking at one point, I swear to you, Trevor, I'm not making this up. I, I really, the beauty, what you talked about a moment ago, I actually considered at one point moving to Colorado. I thought just because for a lot of reasons, that whole weather and the beautiness of that country. And I thought about it and I, I just would not mix I would not fit in there any more than I would fit in in California, as you suggest you know well oh that's right no no and i would have colorado is one of my favorite states it's a beautiful place yeah and and one everything's good about it you know yeah. except they have a crazy socialist government oh. which has no idea of its constitutional boundaries right right and they've brought in the they legalized the dope which is increasing all sorts of negative it's, metrics it's nuts 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 it's completely nuts and yeah, that doesn't uh, make any sense yeah um, yeah, you know, and it's against federal law. It's yeah. still legal. Well, it's still illegal. But, but hold on, you say that, but the federal government don't follow the law. Why the hell should the state do it? Yeah, I know, I know. That's the problem. That I mean, is the I, problem. 
I mean, really, though, you know? none of them follow anything. But all right, there's one point I want to do before we get to this next one. Uh, this ruling now, here's what difference with the cake now. This ruling dealt with a question left open, uh, uh, very similar to this uh, Colorado baker that ruled that they did not have to bake a cake for the gay couple's wedding. Now, we all remember that. That was a big deal. The baker cited his religion and also argued that his cakes were art and therefore free expression. Now, here's the crux of this. He won, they say, because the court said he had not received fair treatment at the hands of the state's Civil Rights Commission. Uh, But it avoided opining on the fundamental principle underlying the cake dispute Okay, they didn't go there. And I remember this, Trevor, and that's why I want to point this out to you. And that is whether businesses that trade with the public are allowed to break anti-discrimination laws because of their owners' religious beliefs. Do you see the difference? Yeah, and and that was, I think it was a cowardly um, decision that they should have gone right to the heart of the issue. Because if they'd done that, we wouldn't have had this new case now. You know, the bottom line is there is no grounds for making somebody violate their conscience ever. Yeah, That's the fundamental issue here. Your freedom of conscience is guaranteed under the First Amendment. And you shouldn't have to argue that it's art. Business should be treated no different from art. You know, you, you if you own a business, it should be no different from owning an art studio. You know, business should be just as free as art or any other form of expression, any other form of exercising your First Amendment rights. And we've got this wacky idea that businesses should be standard. No, that's not correct. That's why these cases, I think you would agree with me, Trevor, by saying the significance of these cases and these rulings cannot be uh, uh, overstated here, okay? Uh, Because we're talking about pushing back on communism is what we're talking about here, brother. That's what's happening here. The Marxist takeover, uh, we know what's happening, and it's right here now. But these cases are so critical to that point because Listen, the, the communists are, they're, they're exposed. They're, we're, we are exposing them and they're in the light of day. And that's why this is so vitally, vitally important. Now, yeah, well, yeah. Like, we I, cannot survive as a free country without freedom of speech, right. complete freedom of speech. And, yeah. and because the, the Baker's case wasn't settled properly, we still have these stupid cases like the one now, yeah. which never should have been bought at all. all. It right. shouldn't even be an issue. All right, I want to get to the next one in just a moment here. Let me just tell listeners now, we're speaking with Trevor Loudon. Uh, what, a, what a treat to have him with me here on the long form today on the daily broadcast. You know, typically, he's been with me on the weekend news magazine viewpoint, but it's always good when you get some of these guys, and, and Trevor's one of the best in this, um, uh, you know, on this broadcast, because we get a chance to uh, uh, do a deep dive, do a little bit more on these kinds of things. Hard to do it in 10, 15 minutes, you know. So excited to have him here. Let me also remind you with Trevor, his books and all the work he's doing out there. First of all, his website, trevorloudon.com. I, I need to get that out there so you're aware of that as you, if you're not. And he is an absolute patriot. You want to check out all of his information. His books are, of course, on Amazon and any bookstore. They are also in the America Out Loud bookstore. You bet. We sell a lot of books 
folks there because uh, we have a lot of people that come in and see them and they they buy them. They're, it's on the front page as well. His books are all in there. Just type in Trevor in the search bar and you'll see it. And it's right on the nav bar, actually, at America Out Loud, America Out Loud bookstore. You'll see it right there. If you haven't been there, most of you have probably, I'm sure. Uh, but his uh, one of his new ones is House Un-Americans. Uh, he's got some other great ones in there, uh, calling out uh, the political uh, folks, um, the politicians, you know. Uh, but um, anyways, check that out, please, uh, with Trevor. I, I would be amiss if I didn't give that information to you. The other thing I want to make sure you check out real brief, but I just want to get it out there, is AmericaOutloud.shop. It is a wonderful new invention we have put together here in the past many weeks for you all out there. And these highlights a lot of the big products now that uh, we have negotiated all of these uh, discounts uh, for you, for our listeners, for our family, our family of listeners and readers here at America Out Loud. And you'll see them all there. You'll see the wellness company, Spike Support, One Wellness, you get a 25% off those products only using the code out loud. I'm telling you, that's where it's at right there. Spike support, of course, pushes back on the, uh, the natokinase on the, um, and the root dandelion and all in there with the vaccine injuries and uh, the uh, long COVID as well. It's a real problem. So all that can be there. And one wellness is all the virtual care you want. All that's available with one wellness. You get 25% off. I'm not kidding you. Uh, the other one is Cofix Rx and Clear Nasal Hygiene. These are some of our great friends. They've been with us for years. And Cofix, you get 20% off that product. You'll see it right there. We'll be running special uh, promos in that space at the big banner right at the top. So anyways, check it out. I don't want to spend too much time here now with you, but check it out. And please get the products that are important to you. These are the best in class. Make no mistake about it, including Healthy Cell. I love, love, love Healthy Cell. Immune Super Boost, REM Sleep, Focus and Recall, the best of the best, friends. And with those products, again, you get 25% off that first order only using the code out loud. All right, we'll take a quick pause. We'll be back with Trevor Loudon and talk about this other huge one. And this is the student loans. Uh, you're listening to the voice of a nation. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. 
tearing apart here all of these uh, cases with the Supreme Court. And the timing on this could not be uh, more appropriate in my world uh, with Independence Day upon us. Uh, in fact, Trevor, Trevor Loudon's with me here, by the way. And Trevor, this was really these these three major rulings here. I mean, I would suggest to you uh, they are sort of a gift back to our Constitution. They are a gift back to our Independence Day. They are a gift being delivered to the American people on this uh, substantial day of July 4th, Independence Day. Don't you think? A hundred percent. These are all revolutionary things that will start putting the Constitution back together. Uh, we cannot underestimate the significance of any of them. Yeah. Now let's talk about the student loan one, brother. This is uh, six to three again. Uh, is was this one as, that, as you said earlier, was the rule and, and right in for the majority again, Chief Justice John Roberts. Here's another one. I've got to tell you, Trevor. I don't know. Uh, he said the heroes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. Uh, but you're saying maybe not. But oh, wow, man. Well, they give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, all so. right, all right. I'm just saying. Listen, I, I wanna. I gotta send him an invite to get John Roberts on as a guest. Wouldn't that be nice? We get John Roberts on the broadcast here. It would be very interesting. Chief Justice. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Well, hey, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So, what do you think? This was. This was. This was clearly from the beginning. We knew this was. Uh, this was so out of sync. This president, any president, Republican, Democrat, Independent, Communist, doesn't matter. They have absolutely no authority, zero authority whatsoever to forgive anything and spend money the way these cats spend it. It wasn't his business to do. And that's what they ruled on. He did not have the authority to forgive millions of student loans. Hello. Hello. Anybody home? Well, that's 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 exactly that's exactly right. But the pro the thing is, he promised it before the election. And how many people voted on that basis? He knew that it would get struck down, but it would get struck down after the election when the people had already cast their votes. That's exactly the crux of it right there. And I remember when it happened that he was fishing. Uh, he put That was the bait, right? That was the bait he put on the lines to go fishing for votes. And the reason they had to do that is because they were still trying to work the border to get all the illegal migrants in here to, to, to garner all those votes. You understand? That hadn't happened yet, Trevor, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, that's right. They had to get everything they could. And a, a few hundred thousand people holding student loans and voting Democrat could have made all the difference. And it probably did. Yeah, absolutely did. It absolutely did. Uh, there, I, I see them squirming now, uh, the Biden cabal and the administration is squirming on because now this is going to. Now, here's the thing I want to ask you, reverse psychology. I see a lot of protest uh, even today. Uh, I see a lot of protest signs, people speaking out about this. And many of these people could this garner now forget the first time, but even more so this time, the fact that the Supreme Court voted on the rule of law. Do you think this could work in reverse psychology against the conservative movement with the fact that these people are going to feel slighted now and they may go ahead and vote for Biden thinking he's a compassionate old fool and he's doing just the noble thing for us by wiping all this debt off? What do you think? No, I a few may, but I think basically they. I don't think it will change many of their votes because they know it's not going to make any difference. I don't. I think they've been betrayed by the Democrats, and I don't think that's going to make them want to vote Democrat more. You never know. But there is a point about student loans I would like to touch on. I think that would be the subject of another court case, if if, if possible. Please, please do it. 
Yeah, well, you know, it was Obama who who um, socialized student loans, basically took took over student loans. Now you think, why would he do that? Now here's here's the thing: universities have their ESG scores, right? Their um, environmental, social, governance scores, <clears throat> and with student government controlled student loans, if you want a student loan, you can only go to a university with an approved ESG score. So any conservative university that doesn't have an ESG score or, you know, in the case of Florida, they're illegal, I believe, um, that means you can't get a student loan to go to their universities. So what Obama did was lock in students going to left-wing universities. A very smart move. You know, the old days, you know, you, you went to a bank for a student loan and the banker would look at you and say, well, what do you want your loan for? Well, I'm going to do, um, I've got a, a scholarship to go to MIT. I'm going to earn six figures as soon as I'm out. I've already got job offers. He'll say, great, it's good, good prospect. Or, look, I really would like to study Navajo basket weaving for five years. Hmm. And, um, you know, I, I'm sure I can get a really good paying job afterwards. Well, but even if I don't, I'm just doing it because I love it. Well, those people didn't get student loans. And the really productive, smart people did. That's how it should be. And Obama, by socializing it, ruined the whole student loan industry, drove up the rates, drove up tuition costs, and uh, forced everybody into left, just about everybody into left-wing universities. That's what socialism does. Yeah. Well, uh, Barack Obama, I, I, I would suggest back to you, is the original Marxist. Um, yep. he, you mentioned what you just mentioned. We also know what he did to healthcare. We know he did. Yep. In fact, frankly, uh, Trevor, I'll go. I don't know if you agree with this, but I'll, I'll say it just the same. And you tell me, but, uh, he put more people of influence in these government agencies. He put more, um, well, like Valerie Jarrett and so many others in, in powerful positions when they had the administration, uh, and more, uh, more Muslims were put into powerful positions and others, but also more radical people were put into very powerful positions to keep government agencies, which is really what undermined Trump. Uh, in uh, yeah. that's what happened in, in, in uh, 2016, 2020. That's what happened. All those years were being undermined. But that was the transformation of America that he promised. His hands are still all in it, obviously. He's transforming under Biden's watch now. This guy is a cancer to the United States of America, is what I suggest yeah, to you. Look, you're 100% right, Malcolm. That the Obama era was when so many of our institutions were weaponized against America because he put thousands of Marxists and radicals and anti-Americans, and I'm talking thousands, into positions in everything from the Department of Defense to the Department of Justice, the IRS, you name it. He had a list when he went in there. He had it all planned, you know, the people around him had it all planned out. He was the vehicle for the socialist revolution. Even in the military, he he fired 200 good admirals and generals and replaced them with Princeton sociology graduates and losers like General Milley, you know, who now, who, who want to give China a phone call if, if we're ever going to attack them. You know, this, this, is, this is what Obama did. Obama was the worst president, the most communistic president we've ever had, and he absolutely did a good job of stacking every government agency he could full of Marxists like him. 
Yeah, yeah. He couldn't get it done in eight years, brother. You know that he tried. He tried. And he, yeah. he put a lot of things in play, though, to carry that torch forward. And this explains a lot when Hillary Clinton did not, was not, they thought she won uh, 2016. You know that. Uh, the system didn't yeah, play out the way they anticipated. Trump comes in. Trump is a pain in their ass, and they just go at him. Uh, oh, man, like no president we've ever seen in our lifetimes. Couldn't get him out of there. And uh, by hook or by crook, they tried. And now they're trying to nail him right now so he never gets close to the Oval Office again. In the meantime, they needed something at the end of Trump, and they did all that ballot harvesting and uh, activities, whatever you want to call them, that were uh, less than uh, honorable to make sure they had that election, uh, regardless of whether you believe it was all electronically stolen or not. And I don't need to go down that rabbit hole. But the point is, the point is, they used COVID in every way they could, Trevor, right, to uh, succumb the people and steal whatever possibility they could of votes. And then they were able to get Joe Biden, the most nauseated, uh, unprincipally driven moron that they could in the Oval Office. What do you say to that? Yeah, I'd say you're being very kind. I'd say that's exactly <laughs> exactly right. You know, um, China had a big part in all of this with both the COVID, the Black Lives Matter, and uh, the big voter registration organizations in several states. But I just saw today, and this is the importance of a Supreme Court, in Brazil, they have a very left-wing Supreme Court. Bolsonaro, the conservative, lost a very, very nas- uh, close election last year uh, or earlier this year, to a communist, to a Marxist, Lula da Silva. Now the Brazilian Supreme Court is saying that because Bolsonaro has talked about vote fraud, he cannot run again till 2030. Can you believe that? Can you believe running that? To, yeah. and you, can you tell yeah. me if the Democrats held the Supreme Court in this country, they wouldn't do exactly the same thing to Donald Trump? That's what they wanted. That's what they wanted. But it's a great way to – it's a great – a 360 to end right there, brother, because isn't that what they wanted, Trevor? Right? Packing yeah, the court. 100%. Right? Yeah. 100%. That's exactly what they wanted. And and they, we, and they, I thought they were going to, now, I don't know. You don't think that's off the radar. You think they'll still come back and try to do some fancy footwork to pack the court again, or have that, has that gone away? Well, no, they're not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ignore that possibility at all. You know, they want to, they want to do what Roosevelt tried to do, you know, Put another six justices on it or something. Make sure they're all left wingers. So, so our 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 six majority becomes a, a, a minority. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what they'll do. They they have they've had a lot of organisation into this. They've set up organisations to do it. So they they they're still going to try and do it. Believe me. Yeah, it might be off the table just for now. But if they, especially if they win the next election, you can guarantee that will be right back on the table. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, this was good fun today. This is the first time we had the opportunity to spend an hour with you, brother. And I have to tell you, it's a privilege always to uh, be in your company. Uh, but uh, just a joy to have you for that uh, period of time. And uh, I think between us, uh, we can uh, get pretty loud, uh, Trevor Loudon, huh? Well, yeah, well, loud and clear, Malcolm out loud. It sort of goes together, doesn't it? <laughs> it sure does, my friend. It sure does. Uh, TrevorLoudon.com is where you get it all there. Uh, we'll keep them close by here, friends, for sure. Uh, and uh, don't forget all the programming next week as well. And uh, the weekend, Viewpoint this Sunday. We'll see you all there, friends. Uh, have a good one. Uh, remember, it's time to get involved and get loud, America. America.